Okay. Hey, what's up, everybody? <laughs> um, Josiah is hurting himself. Man, uh, that was but, funny. <laughs> but we'll be all right. Uh, hope you guys are doing up? good, man. How are we doing? It's been a while. It has. We are back. Dude, um, it's good to be back, though. Yeah, man. It's always a good time when I see mm, my boy thanks. Jeff yeah, at the other end of the table. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, man. Hope you guys are doing well. Um, you know, it's August. Summer's pretty much over. School is back. into the business side of things, back to the grind. Let's go. So hopefully we'll be able to, you know, continue what we've been doing, the momentum that we have, and and uh, put out some good stuff for you guys. I don't know what the how often we're going to be able to do these. Our schedule's been pretty crazy. But yeah, summer was tough. Yeah. Summer was a hard thing yeah. to, like, navigate. Mm-hmm. Traveling and, and... Everybody was on vacation yeah. at different times. Mm-hmm. Josiah's, you know, traveling with his wife, celebrating their anniversary. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, man. But we're going to do what we can. I think I'm not so much worried about quantity anymore. Not me. I'm just worried about quality. So, when we have something that we feel is good, then we will find the time to record it. And put it (laughs) out. Put it out. I love it. Um, We appreciate you guys. All the people that support us, man. Everybody that listens, like, gives us comments and feedback. Mm -hmm. Hey, shout out to my mother-in-law who's been giving... Uh, on yeah, our patron man. for uh, yes. a while My now. sister-in-law as well. Yep. Yeah, man. We appreciate our okay. patrons. We appreciate, you know, everybody who takes time to listen and, and We don't take that all. kind of stuff lightly, man. Like Not at all. That really helps. Yes. Um, and I can only imagine, like, from now going forward, um, how much your sacrifice, even if it's not a sacrifice for you, mm-hmm. like, your giving has a, just helped us out tremendously and how much it'll help us out in the future. So yeah. just we shout out to everybody who's been guys, helping man. us out in that way. Absolutely. So, um, we have like, I think a pretty fun topic. Yeah. Um, I feel like it'll be helpful for, for like the average person just to understand like what it's like. I, I would hope so. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Cause like, it's not as like, I feel like some people see it and they're just like, oh man, I can do that. I can do that. I know. And I used to. I used to think that. And I'm, I'm cool <laughs> if you think that way. Yeah. This, it's not as easy as it looks and it's not. Um, it's not as like light as it looks, you know, it's a lot of stress that goes into Man. this. So. so we're talking about preaching guys. This is season four of preachers hours <laughs> and we're finally talking about <laughs> preaching. Um, we've been, I've, I've been thinking about doing something on this, but mm-hmm. it never like made sense. And so I think now, um, both of us have recently preached. Yes. And I got to preach um, on Saturday. Okay, this coming Saturday? Yeah. Sheesh, okay. We got to talk about that because that's a hard one. Okay, we will. Yeah, <laughs> man. Um, I just preached a week ago. So for you guys who are watching this, listen to this. It'll be two weeks from, from uh, now mm-hmm. um, at Flipside. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'll put the link to the sermon in the in the. Video. You should. Um, it was a yeah, blessing man. to me. It was an experience, bro. I'm telling you, bro. So what was like... What was going through your head like right before you go up? Like, man, just okay, kind of like so, set, so set the you feeling. saw second service. That's yes. the thing. So mm-hmm. I was a lot more comfortable because I'd okay. already done it before. Got you. Um, and then so first service, man, just even the whole two weeks leading up, every time I saw somebody, oh, you ready? <laughs> How you feeling? <laughs> You ready? How you feeling? That is not a hel- those are not helpful questions. Guys. Oh, dude! I appreciate everybody who did it. There, it was all out of concern and coming from a good place. I'm sorry because I definitely it's did not. That. It doesn't. I think I did it twice. Yes, everyone. <laughs> hey, how you feeling? You ready? You ready? Like, <laughs> what? 
So, uh, and so the closer it got, I was just like, oh, man. And we can talk about all the details, but um, just parking at the church. We got there like an, at 8. Right. I oh, couldn't wow. sleep. I woke up at like 530. I couldn't go back to sleep. I was just like, Dang. I got enough sleep. I was good. Um, couldn't. I ate at like, I don't even know, seven something. And then we got to church at eight. And, you know, uh, there was an issue with my PowerPoint. So I was trying to work that out with the, with the tech people. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was a meeting with Pastor Carl and all of everybody was involved in the service. We talked about how everything's going to go. Um, there's all these extra like things that they were going to do. There's like a couple of different videos they were going to show. So yeah. service was going to go a lot later. So then I'm like getting nervous. Like, am I going to, what do I have to go faster? Like, and he's like, oh. no, 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 just you're good. Just even if it goes over, it's fine. Um, Which get, is crazy. Cause yeah. you don't really see this part. Nah, bro. Of like, you just think I'm going to get up there and just, nah, you know, preach. Bro. You have to, so many things you got to think about. Make sure your slides are good. I get mic'd up. You know what I'm saying? You got mm-hmm. the mic on and then like, Service starts. People are still, even outside, hey, you ready? <laughs> um, how you feeling? How you feeling? Um, uh, we go in Pastor Carl's office, uh, him and Pastor Jeff, and I think John was there. They prayed for me real quick. John was there. Pray mm-hmm. for me. Service starts. The worship is going. And you just know, like, okay, it's coming. Like, man, okay. <laughs> worship song goes. They do the announcements. They have, like, all these different videos, like I said, which is cool because I got to pull from those later. Yeah. But, the time it's like about to go, I'm just like, this is really happening. You start walking up that like, stage. Like this, the last song is finished. The 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 lead singer is like praying, mm-hmm. so that's the signal to come up. So I'm, gotcha. like, I'm sitting right behind Carl. We get up, we go up there. Um, I'm I'm get everything on my on the stool, ready. Mm-hmm. I got my Bible, got my tablet, got my phone, which had the slides on it. I had thought through all the logistics of how I was gonna do it. Okay, which was good. All those years of teaching like really paid off because I was like prepared for the logistical side of like how I'm going to physically navigate through this thing. And man, and then like Carl like introduces you and then he leaves. He didn't see, no, first service, he like slapped me on the butt. It was (laughs) hilarious, bro. Um, And I had my wallet on that side, so it was like, bow. Everybody was like, what the heck? It was hilarious. Um, and, And like, man, like you're up there. Like by yourself. Now, luckily, first service, like I knew a lot of the people, oh, a lot okay. of people that I already knew. So, like, there's a lot of friendly faces. So mm-hmm. it's like, all right, cool. Like, and then there's no, they're not recording it, so it's right. it's very intimate. Got you. And so, like, you feel like you can mess up. You feel like you can like not be perfect. Mm-hmm. You're just kind of working the kinks out. Like you'll have a lot of grace. Yeah, a lot of grace. Yeah. Everything was cool. First service went went good. Like it was way better than I thought it was gonna go. I thought it was going to be a disaster. It went good. So then we go in Carl's office in between and he like, and we talk through how can you fix this? You need to do this. You need to do this. You need to do this. So oh, he, wow. So yeah. So, so he gave me tweaks. a bunch of stuff to do. So then second service, when I'm going up there, I'm mm-hmm. thinking about all the things that he said that I need to add. Okay. So that's, that was the biggest adjustment between first and second. But okay. like when you're up there, second service, I'm like, I didn't even remember that it was being recorded. Like I, I oh, you wow. don't, cause the camera is so, so far yeah. away and it's dark. <laughs> it's not like, Oh my God, I don't know why. Like, you yeah. don't, you don't think about it. So, so at that point I'm like, I already know what to do, but then there's so many more people mm-hmm. and they're literally just like, like no expression. Like just looking at you straight dead now. Like, like, bro, I'm talking and talking. Like there is nothing. No one's like doing, there was a couple laughs and some of my jokes, but mm-hmm. most of the time it was just there was this, this older gentleman, like, on the far right, 
And I could see him in coma eye, and like it looks like he was doing this. So I'm like, oh, he's looking. I look over there, and he was just kind of like he had like a little tremor. So he wasn't really. Oh. It was just he was just moving. So I was like, oh dang, dang, never mind. I thought I had somebody who was like, yeah, say that. I'm dead. You doing that? Um, that's hilarious. But yeah, man, it it was it was crazy the amount of time we can. And let's just get into our notes here, bro. Let's do it, man. Um, it's exciting to hear like that. All that in there, bro. So, point number one, guys. Preaching is scary. Yeah. It is terrifying, bro. Like, some people make it look easy. I think that's why we don't really appreciate yeah. it. We don't a lot really of people are just, like, genuine co- communicators. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They just know how to talk. They have a lot of experience. They just, they're, all the stuff that you would worry about, the lights and, like, the camera, people looking at you, you're going to mess up, like, if you have enough experience, like like Will, I'm I guarantee you Will doesn't get in there. I don't care what you say, Will stay with you. Yeah, Will nervous. like like even you're a professional preacher. That dude had to preach at a TG, mm-hmm. and uh, he found out on Tuesday that he had to preach Friday, and like just got up there like it was just. He has never not killed it. Never. Like it, it's <laughs> it doesn't. I've never like ever had a, heard a bad summer from Will. Like he just, but you can tell that he's done this so many times. Yeah, he's extremely comfortable. He's not worried about all the little things that you would worry about. But if you don't have that experience, yes, it's, it's a, so it's, scary, bro. And it also, like, when you're not in a fam- – I don't know. Fam- you can be in a familiar mm. place, but where it's not, like, a familiar, um, like, responses. So, like, mm. uh, preaching at a so-called black church, you're going to get a lot of, like, response. And people are going to be like, you know, take – if you're messing up, they'll be like, mm. take your time. Or <laughs> if, you're, if, you're, if you say something wrong, they'll be like, Lord, have mercy. Like they'll they'll like cue you in like to where you're at, <laughs> but when you're in a more um, like lecture type of church where they where it's like a lot more uh, just like school wise like it just feels more like a like a school setting mm. and you're there like to learn uh, you just get people looking at you yeah and that can be heck intimidating yeah they're just like <laughs> you're like whoa like come yeah. on y'all like say something to me. Yeah, um, it, it's it's just like it's intense because like like it's 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 even in that setting it's weird when people are like yeah, yeah. amen you're like oh because it, it it shocks you you're oh you're God. genuinely like wait what is yeah okay just be quiet yeah <laughs> like, like just be like everybody amen. else <laughs> I, I appreciate it I said, thank you <laughs> um yeah man it, it's like man there's so many things I was afraid of I was afraid of like looking stupid mm-hmm. like trying to make a joke and it's not funny. Right, like that's a fear, especially when it when it hit for you. You was like, oh, like this is good. This is- oh no, oh. <laughs> no. okay. Um, like, you just don't want to look dumb. You don't want to like, dude. Reading publicly, oh, terrifying. Dude. I was fumbling, stumbling <laughs> on the words and stuff. Oh, hold up, what did it say? Oh, okay. Yeah, trying to read the scripture. It's not as easy oh, as it looks. Gosh, it is, and like- it's weird because it's the pressure. Um, it's just it's the it's a pressure that comes from not not from like the outside. It's not mm-hmm. like in it's like the people aren't trying to put this on you. Yeah, no one's like, and most people really don't care if you're like messing up when you're reading. But like in your mind, you stumble over one word, and it <laughs> seems like you stumble over the whole yeah. thing. And they're like, oh man. Uh, so then it also goes into like feeling like <laughs> like you're. You're getting people, or uh, you're distracting people. Yeah, like your sermon the, is like distracting rather than being informative yeah, or helpful. That's the biggest thing is that you don't want to get tripped up on these small things mm-hmm. where people miss the point. Yeah. Sorry, guys, we got interrupted by our brother patient. 
So beloved, beloved brother. brother, patient. We're glad to see him. Uh, anyway, yeah, man, you don't want it to be a distraction, like those little tiny things mm-hmm. of like reading the scripture or like trying to get to the scripture or that's always the one your like. tablets like oh hold on i got misplaced my notes like those little tiny things you don't want your phone locks yeah all those all those little oh man yeah, yeah that's the type of stuff that like you feel like you're gonna look stupid mm-hmm. um i think this one's yeah. like the is like the scariest the, one. the second point yeah yeah leading people astray like you do not want to be biblically incorrect i think that's like the most that does not feel good like that was one of my biggest fears is like there's times where i'm saying stuff i look at pastor carl like just to make sure he, he's not like <laughs> <laughs> you know um luckily which we'll talk about this a little bit later but like i met with him before um i think i met with him that tuesday oh okay um and we he we talked through my sermon and so he gave me a lot of like he liked a lot of stuff he's like you need to like get more focused and mm-hmm. things like that um he helped me really like streamline it into like having a main point and being able to come back to that. Oh, um, and so he also helped me avoid <laughs> being biblically incorrect, <laughs> um, which luckily I wasn't. But there's definitely been times where it's like you're you're not sure if this is confusing, if mm-hmm. this is like you know maybe it's gonna be off, maybe it's gonna be misinterpreted by people, maybe they don't understand it. So, yeah, man. Yeah, because I think uh, not being able to talk to someone who's mm-hmm. more knowledgeable than you yeah. uh, about your sermon uh, could literally lead you to, like, disaster. And not just you. Like, mm-hmm. you'll, look, you'll look crazy. You'll look stupid. Uh, but then some people will take what you say and run with it. Yes. Thinking, like, oh, the Lord spoke to me today because this is exactly what I needed to hear. But, like, that was... That was me. That was, and that wasn't wrong. God. That yeah. was not the Lord. Yeah. So uh, I think even for me, like preaching, it's uh, not one to lead people astray, because I don't want. Uh, I've been that type of person where someone preached a sermon mm-hmm. to me, and then I didn't find out until I was like hega older. Like, oh, that's not true. It's like, no, that's not true. Yikes. Like, oh shoot. Yeah. I, I just heard it when I was a kid, and I just kind of like went with it. I thought that was real. Yo, and it wasn't. Rough. That's yeah. That's scary, man. Like, you don't want to be the reason why people are going off in their lives with the wrong information out there preaching nonsense. Yeah, man. Obviously, <laughs> like I told, I talked about this in my sermon, which was hilarious. Cause afterwards I said like, you know, don't give me credit. Like, don't tell me I did a good job. <laughs> and then you said- Everybody <laughs> after was like, I don't want to tell you, you did a good job. <laughs> so it was, yeah, that was, but that, I mean, that's very true. Yeah. Like I, I was, I didn't say that first service. You know, the second service, I was like, this part I need to, because it's also one of the things Pastor Carl told me, is like, you need to put more of your story in there, more of you in there. So and I think like, that really helped uh, yeah. while you were preaching, uh, people connect with Jeff, mm-hmm. you know, like, oh, well, he's, he's not like preaching at us. Mm-hmm. He's preaching like to us, but he's also including himself. Yeah. So when you said that, I thought it was really, really great uh, to talk about like your pride and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, man. Because that's, that's a part I, I, I'm, I'm afraid of getting to like long term mm-hmm. where I, I've, I've been doing it so long. I love to talk to Will about this actually because he has so much experience. Mm-hmm. Like, do you get to a point where you feel like, like, no, I got this. I can kill every sermon yeah, that like someone gives I'm, me. You know, I'm that dude. I think about that with like celebrity preachers too. Oh. Like, I'm always just thinking like, do you ever just be like, oh yeah, this, I'm gonna kill Don't it. even prepare. You, <laughs> you just, just get up, up there like, like, all right. And you just have like, even when you have ideas that you think are, um, 
to like just for like Mike Todd. Like mm. he's he's a great preacher, and like for from what I've seen, he's biblically correct in in everything I've seen. Uh, I don't endorse this man one hundred percent because I don't know him that well. Mm-hmm. I don't know him at all. <laughs> don't know him <laughs> that, that well. well. <laughs> I don't know him at all. Uh, just what I've seen through social media and through uh, YouTube. But like sometimes I'm like these examples or these illustrations mm. are extravagant. They are like, elaborate. Just like. Did you come up with this by yourself? Yo. Is this like a team of people coming yeah. up? Like, how hey, do you? What if we have you parachute in? <laughs> like, I mean, <laughs> baby, they're crazy, man. Uh, and I always think, like, how do you, uh, how do you remain humble when you're killing it consistently? Yeah, that's real, like I bro. there's there's, and I, I can only speak from Mike Todd in, in my experience. Since I've seen this dude on YouTube, every sermon I watch has been an extreme banger. Like, it's just mm. like, dang. And I always find myself like, oh, I can grow from this. I can like do better. Like I can, I can learn from this sermon. And uh, I don't. I always think like, I mean, I preach good sermons and bad sermons. Mm-hmm, me too. Consistently. Oh yeah. <laughs> I never know how it's gonna go. <laughs> never. Because the sermon before, I thought it wasn't that good. So I was like, oh, man. Which is crazy. So yeah. when you have that mindset, like, mm-hmm. bro, I'm like, you know, and this is this is not how preach. Oh, this is not how all preachers think. Yes. <laughs> but it's like, man, I'm like, I'm like five and zero right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I'm, I'm on the street. Like, I, yeah, what, dude, That's piss me, whatever. So, I'll, 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 I'll knock it out the park. Yeah. Like, how do you deal with like the pride in that? Like, that definitely happened to me. Did it? Because like I felt like this was only at TG. Like I, I felt like I had like a good like two or three really good ones in a row. Yeah. So I was like, I can do this. Like, <laughs> this really complicated, hard concept. Like trying to preach from an epistle, which is really difficult. Yeah. And I learned the hard way. Like, I, I, I mean, I got some like, oh, that was good. But I just didn't feel like it was good. Mm. It just like that my one on the feet. And I just like, this was too much. Oh. And so then I'm like, man, going. You weren't there. You, you oh, yeah. I forgot where you were, but you weren't there. I think it was on vacation. And so um, going into the, the flip side one, I was like, I'm on a losing streak. You know, I, oh, I missed dang. like my last one. That's the only thing I was thinking about was like. Doesn't matter any any other good ones that I preach. Like I, the, last the last one I one did was bad, was not so that good. Nothing so like, else can like yeah. So like I got to try to get out of this 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 slump. Dang, you know, which is like none of that should be a part of any of the, what we're talking about. Like yeah, when it comes to preaching, yeah, the, you're. I think that the you know having fear, uh, feeling a little bit afraid um, of like leading people astray or looking stupid. I think yeah. all that stuff is like is healthy yeah. if done if if in the right view. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also could be very detrimental if it's in the wrong view because yeah. now you can be thinking, oh, you know what? Like, I'm too afraid to speak on behalf of God. Then you're being disobedient. Yes. And it's like, uh, that's not good. Or now it's like, you know, I don't want to look stupid, so now I'm going to, like, try to do too much to, like... Or too little. Or too little. Keep it real safe yeah. and simple. Yeah. Just be like, he died for your sins. Yeah. Amen. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, this last part right here, this was actually something that I, you know me, I yeah. hate criticism. I don't have this, which is like really cool Fam, <laughs> to see that I, you. <laughs> oh, I hate, like that was one of my, like even when Pastor Carl wanted to meet with me on Tuesday, I was like, he about to tell me I'm trash. I'm about to start Did you over. send him a, your sermon beforehand? No. I mean so, like, so here's the thing. So we, uh, probably back in like June, I want to say we met like uh-huh. me, patient, John, uh, Pastor Jeff, Pastor Carl. We met. Okay. And we t- and he, he was he had told us like even before that, like, I want all you guys are gonna preach. We're gonna do a series together. You guys are gonna help me with this series on mm-hmm. Mark. And so we were like mentally prepared. So then we met with him. We he he assigned us all a chapter 
ahead of time. So okay. then we read it, we met, we talked about like what we saw in the chapter. We started helping each other. We got the schedule when we were going to go. Mm-hmm. So I, I knew I was preaching like for months ahead wow. of time. Um, so I'm, my sermon was like the bones of it were pretty much done like two months ahead of time. Like I, this is also why it went so well. This is the most prepared oh. I've ever been mm-hmm. for a sermon. Like, I mean, hours went into this thing. Nice. Like a good seven, eight, nine hours. Sheesh, so let's so go. that's why it was it went so well because yeah. of the preparation. Which and you're not like stuck to your notes. You're not like stuck no. to. I mean, I knew my notes. Yeah. So I mean, I so, almost memorized them. <laughs> like I, I didn't but read I think good. very much because yeah. I knew it. So because I there was a couple of times when you would like say something um, when you were away from your tablet. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it was like on the screen up no. or not. Mm-mm. But you would just say it, and then no. all of a sudden I knew pop it. up, and I was like, No, I knew it. Dang, I mean, I, I flowing right now. Especially after this is again second service. So I'm like, I really. Oh know. yeah. So, I and mean, I was like. I, it was let's easy. go um so yeah so we we had prepared a while and then so like and then people start going pastor jeff goes patient goes and then like so i'm I'm narrowing it down narrowing it down pulling stuff from their sermons which is it's helpful to go last yeah you get everybody's, everybody's. Stuff. um but then like uh i talked i talked with my wife about it a little bit I talked with john about it felt kind of good but it was still like not like solid and then i went and then he's like I went to the church on Tuesday just to meet with Pastor Jeff to talk about all the logistical stuff, getting the notes on the app, getting my PowerPoint oh. there, stuff like that, which is also stuff you got to worry about. That's like a, That's a lot. Oh, so much went into this, bro. Like so lot. much other stuff that people don't even know. And um, some of that stuff you may not have until like the week before or even like the day of. Like, yeah. oh, I got to put this in there. Hey, guys, I want to change this. Can you change it to this? Well, luckily, like it's pretty easy to change stuff. He just showed me how to do everything. So that was oh, okay. pretty cool. But but I'm meeting with him and then Pastor Carl comes in. And he's like, hey, I want you to I want to meet you so we can talk to you through your sermon. And I was like, oh, let's start over. <laughs> he's going to tell me it's all bad. I'm starting over. Because, I, again, I hate criticism. Yeah. I need it, but I hate it. <laughs> and so even after first service, I'm like, okay, I wonder like what he's going to say. And the cool thing, Pastor Carl is really good at giving criticism because he starts with everything that went well. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, listen, marks of a leader. some things you need to do. <laughs> and he's like, gave me some really good points, asked me some good questions to think about. And so it was really easy to implement his feedback because like he does a really good job being like, listen, you did well on this, you did this well, I like this, I like this, I like that. So um, some people not good at giving criticism. Oh, absolutely. And, and listen, people, <laughs> you, my non-preacher people, okay, um, you got to be, you got to be careful with your criticism, man. I'm telling you. Um, not that you, you can't give it. I don't ever want to, if you're in a, if you're in a church situation where you can't ever criticize the preacher, that's not healthy. Right. But I also think this is part of a larger issue. You've got to have a relationship to be able to, again, it comes with Not everybody has a voice. Right? Yeah. So, so you know, and there's a time and place for it. There's a Absolutely. time and place for criticism. Um, not that, again, you should be able to do it. It's necessary, but there's there's just a way to go about it. Absolutely. Because, yeah, I mean, if you preach in two services, second service is probably not the time <laughs> to just be like, that was terrible. Like, did God actually call you to preach? <laughs> Do you think this is something of the Lord? Like, did you? No, that's just not the time. Because now I got to go up with all of this in my head, mm-hmm. and not just that, but like healthy criticism, like like constructive. Mm-hmm. Don't just tell someone something was bad and then leave. Yeah. Also, don't tell someone that something good is good and, and then leave. Oh, so good. It does, and that's it. 
What was good? What was, yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, the cool thing was like after, um, I was outside. This lady, I don't, I forget her name. I just met her that day. She was like, "Hey, music. Hey, that was really good." I like when you said about the fruit, and you said because she goes, you know, a tree doesn't eat its own fruit. Dude, that was heavy for me. I stole that from her. <laughs> Literally, I was like, I, I told her, I'm stealing that. That's really, I didn't think about that. I didn't say that first service. Oh, and I was like, that's right. A, fr- a tree does not eat its own fruit. The fruit is for others. I was like, I'm taking that from you. She was like, you can have it. I said, great, thank you. Um, so like that was really cool criticism. She was very specific mm-hmm. feedback. She was like, I like this, which also helped to yeah. amplify yeah, the message made it in the better. next one. Yeah, the next one. So that was really cool. Um, and your sermon was really good. I just went back to my notes. I'm like, oh my god, I forgot you talked about this. <laughs> so about your last sermon. It was uh, it was on Hebrews, right? Uh, my last sermon in TG. Okay, yo, yes, that's true. I was actually thinking about the last time you preached at on ramps. Oh, you did just preach at TG. I forgot about that too. My last, you sermon. can talk about both. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I had to find my notes for on ramps. I don't remember that sermon. <laughs> um. <laughs> I think it was on like Hebrews. Like five or six. I remember you were like really stressing about yeah, it. Yeah, because uh, a part of it said like um, it talks about how people will uh, have tasted like mm-hmm. the goodness of God and then have turned away. That there's like no hope for them. And I was like, ah, dude. And this is crazy thing about the Bible, just in general, is that when things don't make sense to you, it doesn't mean that God doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. It just means you need to study more, <laughs> find out what he's trying to say. <laughs> yes. Uh, so that's, that was like my huge thing. Um, but I'm going to go with the one from TG. Okay. Uh, Cause it's more fresh in my mind. Um, yeah. How'd you feel about that? <sighs> I, uh, I was super nervous. You and preached in a minute. It's bro. been a long it time a while. since I preached in TG. And it's crazy. I preached at on ramps. Um, I preach every other month at on ramps um, on the last Saturday of the month. Mm-hmm. But uh, and TG has been a long time, and that the scene the scene is just so much different. You know, I feel like at TG everybody's like young and vibrant, and like whatever mm-hmm. you say, like they're literally gonna go like figure out like if what you said was true. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so that always like gets to me. And then we have like, and this is this is definitely like not a good thing to say, but we have like really great preachers who I sometimes get like very timid in how I preach. So I look mm-hmm. at like you who was like super deep and insightful. Mm-hmm. Uh I look at Will who's just like hella motivating and like just has like that coach pre- like that coach mm-hmm. presence. So you just you leave like bro we gotta go do something. Like let's go spread some <laughs> yes. gospel somewhere. Like, <laughs> let me just go sprinkle some somewhere real quick. Man. Uh you got Greer who's uh very his sermon, like he, he's very, uh, I don't want to say slow. What's the word? Like he's very progressive in his sermon. So mm-hmm. like it starts off like, where are we going with this thing? And all of a sudden he just and like, and it gets there. And boom. Like, well, like, we are oh, here. <laughs> I didn't even know he was traveling. Like this yeah. is crazy. He, I, I genuinely love Greer's intros. Dude. They are just like, and they're always arming. Yes. And you're like, yeah, I, I can relate to this. Oh, this is where we're going. Oh, oh, yeah. oh. wait, I do this? Yeah. <laughs> you were talking about me that whole time? Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah and yeah. then you have like patient who's just like that authoritative. <laughs> out, like just, you know, yeah, and for me, I am, I'm just, I'm heck, I'm, I feel like I'm too chill. I feel like that I'm like. More chill than Greer? Is that even possible? <laughs> No, I mean, Chris, chill, but like, I'm, 
I just feel like I, I'm, I'm not that deep and I'm not trying to be that deep. And I don't know if I need to be like for me and my own mm-hmm. learning going deep matters. But every time I'm preaching and maybe because I preach to kids a lot is mm-hmm. like it to me, it needs to be simple and something that like people can literally walk away with. OK, what do I actually do with this? Mm-hmm. You know, like some things will, you'll chew on it for a minute. I just want you like mine's like fast food. So you just get it. and You can just bam. Got it. And we're out of here. Um, so I felt like leading up to it, I was super nervous, like mm. super nervous, um, because two things, the setting is really small. Mm. So like, if you're not doing a good job, you can, it feels it, like you can just like, that's yes. Off that jump. Like, very true. Like this is not going well. <laughs> no one's you responding. Get a lot of real time feedback. And like when you see people, people be like, <laughs> yawning, yawning. nodding off, bro, this be like, this is going hard. Horrible. Yeah, it's going I'm horrible. only five feet away from you guys. I can't keep you awake. <laughs> yeah. So uh, even that, like I didn't, I didn't move a lot. Just keeping people's attention. Um, that was hard. Mm-hmm. But I think the sermon in itself was, it was just like helpful to me before, before the whole ordeal, before I had to actually preach. Mm-hmm. And then when I actually preached, I just felt like I was comfortable with myself, comfortable um, with what God had given to me to say to the people. And um, I don't know, after like talking about the invitation, like we talked about Mark, um, Mark chapter two, two or three, I think it's two or three. When uh, Jesus calls uh, Matthew to follow mm-hmm. him as his disciple, and um, how he gave the invitation, and uh, that was basically my whole thing. It was like, when was the last time you invited someone to do anything with you, mm-hmm. um, not just to share the gospel, but just to like be a friend, to like say, hey, like come hang out with me. Uh, and I felt like that was that was like an easy thing to swallow, and then it was just something that like made my life different. I just started mm. inviting people to all kinds of stuff. Like, uh, <laughs> it's true. Hey, just ladies have a Keats in here down the street. You <laughs> I didn't get invited, but like, we got we to show up together. I barely know her, but I'm just inviting you. Um, but I felt that yeah. that was something in my life, um, even in seasons. Like, I've, I'm in a season now where, like, I want more people to know me outside of, like, church. Mm. So, yes, I want you to invite you. I want to invite you to my church. I want you to come. But I want you to really, like, to hang out with me. I want you to get to know who I am. So that when I when we do go to church, you can trust that I'm not taking you somewhere that's gonna be, mm-hmm. you know, a terrible experience for You'll you. You'll at least know somebody there. Yeah, like be me. legitimately know somebody. Mm-hmm. So um, going into it was difficult. Uh, I did talk to a lot of people about it, so like that was really great. Um, just being able to say, hey, this is what I'm thinking about. Like, is this right? Is this wrong? It was really really good. Uh, and I think even the criticism that you gave me afterwards uh, was really good because it just made me like slow down and pause because mm-hmm. I was like. I want to go this way with it. And you're like, yeah, that's probably not the, it's probably not the way to go. And it was really crazy because I was literally like 10 minutes before I got up to preach. And I said, I'm going to take this part out. I'm just, I'm not going to preach this yeah. part. Cause I'm just not, I didn't want it to be too long. I didn't want it to be like too much information at one time. Yeah. So I took it out and it was a, it was that literally was a the Lord. great decision. <laughs> that was a great decision. Yeah. Guys, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back to continue this conversation about preaching. Let's go. Hey guys, what's up? Uh, this is an ad, so bear with us, don't skip it. Um, guys, we have a Patreon, we've been talking about it for a long time. Um, we would love some more of your support, okay? If you get anything out of this podcast, any gems, any like good information knowledge you you know you feel uplifted and encouraged please think about supporting us on patreon become one of our patrons man we want to expand this thing 
make this even better than it is right now. We have, you know, done a lot of renovations out of our own pocket. So, guys, like, please think about becoming a patron. Yeah, because your support goes a long way. It'll help us uh, continue to upgrade our cameras, our computers, our everything that we do here. Uh, but we literally can't do it without you. So if you feel led to, please support us um, through this platform and continue to support us as we continue to grow and give you better content. Thanks, guys. Love you. See ya. All right, we are back from the break. Yup. So let us continue this, man. All right. Yeah, there's a lot we could talk about here, man. Cause so second major point here, preaching. If you haven't figured it out, like, by figured now. this out, it is <laughs> difficult. It is. Um, it is a really hard thing to do. Um, I have to say, one of the best experience that I had, the most, the best part about you know preaching the last Sunday. Mm-hmm was that I realized and I, I was affirmed that I am a teacher, like not a preacher. Um, and like, okay. I, I like that. Okay. The best part about, about that whole experience was like my wife, she said after like, that was you. I, that's absolutely. Like, you weren't someone else. Like I recognized who you were. Like that was you. You were like your most you. Mm-hmm. Um, Pastor Carl said after he's like, man, like it is, it is so kingdom that John is a preacher and that you are a teacher. Like you are a teacher. Like that is for sure. Like, and it's great. Mm -hmm. And I was like, finally, (laughs) man, like, let me be what God made me to be. Like, that's, that's what I really felt like I was being who God made me to be. That's good. Um, and it, 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 it felt so like freeing. I did not think I would be that comfortable. Yeah, you seemed like it was you. you it was literally like the Holy Spirit. Like I, it didn't make sense. Even in the moment, I'm like, why am I not tripping right now, bro? You seemed like you was just flowing, and it almost felt like you were having a conversation with us. Like, I mean, yeah, definitely like flip side. But you say like, like second mm-hmm. service, you didn't really know. You knew some people, but you didn't know like the majority. Mm-hmm. But like as I'm watching it, I'm like. Why does it feel like me and Jeff are just like talking right now? Like he's just and and then like he's like on his one of his like nerd out moments, and I'm like, even yeah. when you said that I'm feeling yeah. nerd out, I was like, he you have definitely. been this whole time. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but yeah. uh, you didn't just start right now. Yeah. Like this whole thing. Oh, was, this is you about to nerd out. Oh my god! But uh, I heard that after I heard a lot of people was like, man, it was it was really nice to not be like preached at. Hmm. Like it, it felt like you were just talking to us, mm-hmm. like not even like preaching to us. You were just talking, talking to us. It was just like, you know, I was like, cool. Like I, I really appreciated that. But because like preaching, especially for me, who's not a preacher, <laughs> it is so freaking hard. It's tough, bro. Like, it man, getting up there, just trying to communicate clearly. Yeah. Is so difficult. You can get lost in your own mind. There was a one time. Uh, there was they talk about it. There man. was this uh, preacher who um, not who not be named on this podcast, uh, <laughs> but he would preach and then he would like say stuff, and then like leave out things and then continue like in his head he said it, but in real life he didn't say anything. So you're just like trying to follow like what what are you talking what are you about? talking about? You didn't say that, mm. but like, because your mind is going like so fast and you're trying to get so much out in a short period of time, mm-hmm. you just start going and going and going. Yeah. I always pray like at the end of my sermon that everything made sense from start yes. to finish. Mm-hmm. And if it didn't like, Lord, forgive me. Yes. Cause I'm trying to get people to understand this one thing. Yeah. 
but like that makes sense to me that makes sense to me mm-hmm. but then like there's other things that i'm saying that in the moment we're like oh wow like that that was good and then certain reactions will get you to run tangents yes. and there's a lot of and stuff get, going on man it's so easy to get lost bro and just be like where was Where's i going that? yeah <laughs> when you get to the end oh, of the rabbit man. trail you just like bro it's, it's really funny um at, at youth group at, at Flipside, we had a couple of young dudes preach Oh wow! Um, youth, they had a, the youth ran everything, and then like we had some two young dudes preach, and like both of them love both. They both listened to the podcast, love both y'all, but both of them said like during their sermon, like, "Where am I going with this? <laughs> like, don't do that. You cannot say that out loud. As bad don't as you want to, you got to make that. it seem like you got it. You just kind of like, <sighs> like you know, just, like gather your amen, thoughts to yourself. Amen. Yes, God. Yes. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what you wait. Where am I at in my notes? Hold Take on. a minute to pray real yeah. quick. <laughs> Just feel like the spirit is moving right now, yes. <laughs> away oh, from me, but yeah. it's moving. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, man. Just trying not to like stutter yeah. and and say. Just, just getting your words out and like clearly, clearly trying to get like points across. Mm-hmm. Um, my boy, our boy John, our brother John Drodos, man. He is the king of this. Where he, he, I told John this and I love John for this. I'm a, <laughs> you're my boy. John does this thing where he says things in threes. You, listen, next time he preaches, oh, this is gonna pay mess attention. Me up now, he bro. Says, I told him this already, so he, this is not gossip. He knows. Um, he'll be like, you know, God will say, you can do this. You can go through this. You can be in this. You know, sometimes things will be hard. They'll be difficult. They'll be trying. Dude. <laughs> yeah. He does things in threes. He always does things in threes. Um, That's and, fantastic. <laughs> I love it, bro. I love it. I love it. But, and he'd be on point. I'm like, oh, yeah. okay, cool. But then there's times where like, bro, the simplest like phrases, you can't, they, you just mess them up. You say the words in the opposite order. You just <laughs> like when uh, on the, that J. Cole song. Was the middle child, and then uh, George Bush's uh, audio goes through, and he's like, uh, you know, there's a saying like down in Texas or it's in Tennessee. I think it's in Tennessee. <laughs> Fool me once, yeah. <laughs> Fool me, I can't get fooled again. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> but those moments, it's like, hey, when you're up there, like I'm, your brain oh just be like, my I don't, gosh. I don't remember what it, I don't know what it is. Man, I don't know the next part is, of this. Oh. So I definitely understand that moment. You, just the simplest things you cannot remember. Yeah, and I think that's like, that's just, uh, because the truth is like preaching is public speaking. Mm-hmm. Preaching is communicating. Yes. When it's on that large of a scale, because this is different. So for me, like preaching in my youth group is mm-hmm. easy. It's yeah. like a, it's a conversation. Um, it's obviously, it's a lot more one-sided because I'm always the one doing mm-hmm. the most talking. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's communicating. And at yeah. the end, I'm hoping that they are like left with either questions um, or or just like comments. That's mm-hmm. like my goal every time I preach in my youth group. Um, but when it comes to like preaching in front of a church, like the whole thing, it's just different. Like you, you're mm-hmm. whatever you're saying is being communicated across the board from uh, old, like you know people your age, people mm-hmm. younger than you, people, people way older, older than you, yeah. and in all different kinds of. Uh, like but biblical backgrounds. Like yes. some people have like a lot of knowledge. Some people don't have enough or don't have any knowledge. Yeah. And you got to hit everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's not an easy task. Yes. 
Some they, people are saved. Some people are not. That too. And so, like, that was something I had to put in in my second sermon. Yeah. Um, at the beginning, that's why, because he's he's like, listen, you assume that everybody in there was saved. Even in the like, second, well, even true. in the second sermon, like you you ended up like uh, saying it. You said it in the beginning, yeah. but like all throughout, it was like. That was the only the, thing I changed. That was, I, I'm <laughs> preaching the same sermon. I'm just gonna say, listen, if you ain't saved. Everything I'm about to say, you need this. Anyway, <laughs> let's get to it. Like I was, because I was like, this is really like a uh, Christian heavy. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's like if, if you're a non-believer, not that this doesn't apply to you, mm-hmm. but you don't really understand what's going yeah. on here. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, and th- there's you know we've talked about like being churchy, but there's a lot of things that while you're con- when you're communicating during a sermon, there's a lot of things that are assumed, like certain sure. words you 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 assume your audience knows what you're talking about, mm-hmm. right? There's just salvation and, and sanctification there's yeah. these words that we use that it even talking about like mm-hmm. uh i remember i don't know who i was talking to but they were talking like dying to your sin mm-hmm. and like that does like if you've never been in church before you don't even understand what that means like you know that sin is bad mm-hmm. you know that dying is bad so now you're like <laughs> I gotta, die to my sin huh i don't understand what that means so, <laughs> is my sin gonna kill me <laughs> well yes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes it will so it, uh, it, there's 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 a ton of balancing going on um, while preaching, and um, I don't know. I, I would even say like if a preaching is not good, be a type of person that's going to be willing to like help someone mm, get better. Yes. Um, not just kind of leave them there because that's another thing that be willing do. to get better though. Yeah. That is the man. Yeah. This is like a comment for preachers right now. Like you gotta be coachable. One the probably the best compliment I got top three compliment I got was Pastor Carl up sex service like you're so coachable and I was like wow oh, good like you I'm don't glad. like criticism so I that's, don't that's that was the Holy Spirit <laughs> man I'm not I'm like, I don't know how that boy got there <laughs> yeah but that is true because uh, you have gotten your preaching has come a long way since mm-hmm. you started because um, the first time you preached I rambled uh, <laughs> what what I was talking about. It was a uh, and you know no 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 disrespect. No it shame. was all over the place. It was it, and it was like you had energy, but it didn't like match with what you were preaching. And I was I just remember seeing like, okay, <laughs> he he should finish this soon, as soon as possible. <laughs> and honestly, if I'm gonna be honest, like I've done, I've been in this place. We're oh, like, man. you're doing a bad job, but for whatever reason, you can't find a way to stop. Like, you can't find a way to like end the sermon. Like, just be like, oh, and you're like, why am I still going? Like, I know I'm doing bad. They know I'm doing bad. I wish man. I could just be like, all right, y'all know Jesus died for you. The uh, funny thing is, like, I didn't know how bad I was doing. I really didn't. What? Like, I knew it wasn't that great, but like, I didn't have enough experience in preaching oh, yeah. to know that this is not going mm-hmm. well. You need to sit down. Because like, you were juiced. I was like, like you, it seemed like you were juiced. I was just saying stuff. Yeah. And I think like, and there's nothing when it goes into like when preaching becomes boring, mm-hmm. but it's like, how do you like get out of that? Yeah. You know, and that's something you got to be coachable to do mm-hmm. when you can see that your audience's, you know, eyes are glossed mm-hmm. over. You got to be able to read the room while preaching yes. and to be like, okay, maybe I should move away from the podium. Maybe I should, you know, do something else. Mm-hmm. Maybe I need to talk louder. Maybe I need to like, do whatever because even like john last night i tried it or john on friday night i didn't necessarily know what his sermon was about but there was a time when like he got really loud for like the setting and i was like 
oh, I don't, I don't, I don't know if the sermon's going well, but like, I didn't understand why he was so loud because <laughs> everybody's no, on the I ground. mean, it went well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, th- I thought his sermon went well. He was just really hyped. He was super and, passionate. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, John is a is an old Baptist preacher. He's an evangelist. He's a Billy Graham. Like, Let's go. I would agree. That's the type of... Because he like, wants people to be saved. He like, really... And it's like it comes from a very real place of compassion. Like, I want yeah. you guys to... Yeah. So, and he's experienced yeah. that, too. Yeah. And but, I thought it went well. But talking about the spectrum of being either too boring or too entertaining, I think man. it's easy to identify this sermon as boring. Right? Yeah. Like... But the other side of it is is a little bit harder to to nail down. So what is too entertaining? Where you focus too much on like the jokes, or so you're talking about the sermon or the yes, I'm okay. like like actually preaching, gotcha. like like the delivery of the sermon. Like maybe your 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 sermon is very joke heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, even honestly, you're it's all about you, like the whole thing is just you talking about you mm. like okay so what does this have to do with the bible or jesus Jesus, right like if, if i learn a lot about you even like entertaining doesn't have to be like i'm laughing it could be like wow this is so emotional yeah or like you're really appealing to my emotion or like you know you, like but like i didn't get any like scripture mm-hmm. or especially jesus. jesus at the end of the sermon yeah. i walked away like man you that was fun. are dope or that yeah, that was fun that was entertaining that was mm-hmm. like you know it made me feel good. Yeah. But like, what did I learn about Jesus? Like, that's the biggest. That makes um, sense. Yeah. I think the coolest thing that, that we did during the summer, um, Pastor Carl had uh, a bunch of us over. You were out at, you were, I think you were in South Carolina when we did this. So you okay. couldn't come. Um, but we had like a, like we talked about preaching. We did like a, a little oh. class on like what is preaching. And we, and we looked at different styles of preaching. Um, and we ultimately, which I agree with him, settled that like, the really truest way of preaching is what's called Christocentric preaching, where like it's if if I don't get Jesus, if you can't show me Jesus in the text, don't preach it. Hmm. It's basically what it comes down to. If this can't connect back to Jesus, what he did, then you probably shouldn't be preaching it. Um, wow. And there's like there's different types. There's like social justice preaching, mm-hmm. which is very popular. There's um, like super heavy like stories about the preacher preaching or like you're preaching yourself there's a lot of like examples from your life yeah. and stuff mm-hmm. like that but it doesn't go back to like okay what does that have to do with, with jesus? jesus yeah right um uh, there's oh, there's a couple of, i have a paper somewhere but it's interesting but yeah but like christocentric preaching is like the main thing that you should be focusing on the other ones have their pluses and minuses mm-hmm. but this one has the fewest minuses it has the most pluses it's right. just like how does this, what does that have to do with Jesus? Because at the end of the day, that's the only thing that matters. Like, yeah. if you're, if you're not doing that, you're not really preaching. That's like. pretty much <laughs> like what, what, where I'm at. Yeah. In, in, in this thing is like, so that was great. That was really encouraging. Mm-hmm. That was really uplifting. That was, even if it was convicting, what's it got to do with Jesus? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like might it might motivate you or make you like feel like oh I got to do more. I yeah, gotta I got to be a better person. Yeah, or you know I got to try. Oh, that was another another style is like uh, like self help preaching. Like I'm Ooh. gonna give you seven steps to have a better marriage, mm-hmm. or you know three steps to have better whatever. Like yeah. what's I got to do with Jesus? Jesus? Like are you, if you're telling me to try harder, that's not the gospel. Oh, that's real. I mean that's simple. That's if, if it's real. like my human effort. 
to be a better person or be, you know, the best me, be mm-hmm. a better Christian. Yeah. Like, that's not preaching. Absolutely. I agree. You I know, because I can't do anything. Jesus did it all. Me, yeah. I've just got to follow our transgressions. Yeah. There's yeah. nothing we could do from that. Yeah. So, yeah, there's definitely. And listen, guys, this is no shade <laughs> to anyone, anyone because we have done this. There are good and bad sermons. Oh, yeah. We've kind of talked about it already, but there are some bad sermons, man. There are man. some bad sermons. And there's bad sermons from good preachers. Yeah. Like, I don't want people to get confused. Mm-hmm. And if it's just, it's hard because, like, the, I don't, well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think that most preachers are, like, intended to have, like, bad sermons or no, I don't think are anybody trying sets to, like, to have a bad sermon. Yeah. Or trying to, like, I'm not quite, I do think that there are some people who are out there trying to, like, orchestrate sermons in order to get their own way to like mm. manipulate the people that's okay. a bad sermon. no i definitely agree with that uh, but i prosperity, think that all prosperity gospel preaching is bad exactly sermons. though mm-hmm. all of it mm-hmm. every uh, single one there's there are sermon. there are some messages that get preached from people who are either unaware of a text you know or like they they think mm. it says one thing and it actually means something else bad uh, exegesis bad, bad mm-hmm. exegesis yeah so when you get to like that uh, it doesn't mean that preachers like trying to like mm-hmm. lead people astray or trying to manipulate yeah. church. They just have a they have a wrong understanding of mm-hmm. what they write. Yes. Um, so what I'm saying is like good and bad sermons doesn't mean a good or bad preacher. That's a good point. Dude. Yeah, that's a really good point. I feel like a lot of people will just say, "Oh, I was a bad sermon, therefore you're a bad preacher. Mm-hmm. I'm never listening to you again." Mm-hmm. Well, no, like let's just give some grace because yeah. like there's. Uh, there's there's us yeah <laughs> who who literally like make mistakes every day and mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that people who get up to preach won't ever make a mistake yeah they do too um so don't basically don't throw the baby out with the bathwater yeah. like and there's there's the inverse as well just you could be a bad preacher and have a good sermon that is true because you know? that happens a lot listen a broken clock is right twice a day Ooh, even satan tempts you with the truth <laughs> like <laughs> man yeah so. man so there definitely are good and bad sermons i don't really want to talk about what makes a good i thought you did a good job kind of talking about it right now like what makes a good and bad sermon like what makes a yeah. good sermon what makes a bad sermon I, I think the only thing i would add is like the the motive by like, behind that's, what you're preaching that's true yeah because um, i always feel i always feel terrible when i hear sermons that are like directed to the the church without including the pastor in that like mm. or the pastor's like going off or like just making an example yeah. of people like I don't think that's right. Yeah, I mean, as somebody who loves, loves to deliver convicting <laughs> messages, I I don't know why I'm like it's a, something wrong with me, something twisted in me. <laughs> I enjoy conviction. You love stepping on toes. I, I'd be like coming down your aisle. <laughs> why is he smiling? I, Emma literally asked me that. I was we were talking about. Uh, I was talking about I, I like convicted sermon. She's like, you're smiling when you talk about conviction. I'm like, I know. I don't know why I enjoy it, but I have to be. I had to be very careful not to say you, 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 you. Mm. I either say me or us, us or we. Like, yeah. And I did it once in first service, and Pastor Carl was like, Hey, don't do that. I was like, Oh, you're right. But it's like you got to be very careful not to be like pointing fingers. Yeah. You got to say either look, man. I struggle with this yeah. or we struggle, struggle with this. this. Yes. Right? Because that's you're very right. It can be very 
one like pointing the finger talking yeah like everybody else is wrong yeah and you're right mm-hmm. and i used to do this but y'all yeah. still doing it like hold on bro. and i mean there's there could be truth in that yes, but, the, but it don't come off that way it's not yeah. like you're trying to help me it's like you're mm-hmm. trying to tell me you're better than me mm-hmm. which then makes self-righteous you man. automatic pharisee come on talk so, about it i feel it yeah man i think so moving into like our last point here um one of the things that can lead that definitely can lead to a good or a bad sermon is preparation Dude. Um, pre- and preparing for sermons is hard. It's probably the worst part. Dude. It, it's preparing might it. be worse than actually preaching. preaching yeah. Because preparing. I don't know. It has a. Um, it has a. It has a very like long term process. Mm. So like preaching, you know, you're going to get up there and it's going to last whatever your time yeah. is. And it's going to be gonna over. Be done. That's it. <laughs> yeah. uh, preparing is like. You could tell me like six months in advance and I'm preparing the whole time, but that's excruciating. Yes. Because even when I don't want to think about the sermon, I'm thinking about the sermon. <sighs> even when I don't want to, Damn. I'm like, oh my gosh. And then sometimes the Lord just wants to talk to you at like random times. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, you could have, <laughs> right we now, reschedule? Can right we reschedule? now, like, and, and even in those moments where you, uh, where the, the Lord is talking to you and it's just not a good time for you, like you try to ignore it and then you'd be like but what you said was good so just hold that and i'll be right and then he'd be like i'm done i'll start typing yeah because you have to because it's not it's not guaranteed the lord's gonna be like bring that back to your memory there's been times when i'm like oh dude that's fire and i'm like oh but i just okay i'm gonna remember that later no leave come back like lord what What was it can you say it just one more time one more time bro he'd be looking at me like uh i'm like the most important thing in the universe (laughs) so uh, you don't put me on hold I said what I said, bro. That is so real. Like the amount of time when you know you have to preach. Like I had like a good two or three months. Oh, can't get it out of your system, man. I I literally was miserable. Like, because like the whole time I know it's coming Mm -hmm. and you're never not thinking about it. Like I literally can't read anything else in the Bible. Yeah. So I I am an expert on Mark 11. (laughs) Because I read it so much, absolutely. Because you're just like I, I can't go anywhere else. Because like I'm, I, even when you listen to other sermons, you still you're still going to church. Like how do I get this back to and Mark you hear 11? This and you're like, <laughs> luckily going to Flipside, everybody we're all talking about the same thing. But like even in TG, yeah, it was like this is cool. But you know, Mark 11 <laughs> is in all the your, back of my all mind. All your comments, all your questions. That's, if you noticed every time somebody, I'm like, you know, I'm preparing a sermon, and uh, in my sermon. <laughs> Blah 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 oh, blah yeah. blah. Do you ever find yourself um, like because you have a lot of time to prepare, like second guessing, like yes. what, like you're gonna, like the direction you're gonna Dude, take? Dude, I changed sermon? that thing like four times. At one point, it was like a three point sermon about some like warnings that I saw in there, and then another time it was something else, and then I finally settled on what I did, and I'm glad I did. Um, but yeah, man, like I was talking to John about this yesterday, and it's like, bro, like. Because he preached before me, the week before I did. Okay. And it's like, man, like, those sermons that we did compared to, like, a TG sermon, we put a good, like, at least eight hours, probably more. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, that's why, ladies and gentlemen, pastors should get paid oh, because, like, the amount of time that they have to put in to prepare a sermon. Every week, too. Like, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. I had months. Pastor Carl has like days. a few days to like, okay, here we go. What am I gonna, like, I mean, that's it. 
That's insane. Now that I think about it, I'm like, <sighs> bro, I had to literally on the week before, I think the week that John preached, I think on that Wednesday, it, I spent like a good three hours just like reading, looking at my notes, making my PowerPoint, typing, like reading, like just. But even some of that's like untangible. So like, it's mm-hmm. yes, there I are, don't know how many li- hours I've put. Yeah, because yeah, like just thinking. Like Damn. your brain being in a watching different... TV, I'm thinking about it. I'm in the bathroom, I'm thinking about it. I'm in the shower, I'm, I'm thinking, thinking about, about it. it. I'm driving, I'm thinking about it. like, and all that is part of the preparation. Yes, like it's you, all part of it. You tr- and then the the crazy thing is like when you're when you're connected to God and you're really trying to like mm-hmm. serve Him, you don't want to let Him down. Yeah, man. And then like prayer, like on here on is like all your prayers are about it. Yeah, God, listen, you this sermon. <laughs> This sermon, God. I, Man. I don't want to mess this up. I don't want to. I don't want to make you look bad. I don't, don't want to look bad. And then it's also, it's like, you're God. Yeah. Like, first, and then sometimes I, I'll psych myself out sometimes. And I'm like, you could do this. <laughs> you could pick somebody. I, I mean, you could, you could, anybody to yeah. do this. There I, were so many times where I was just like, I don't want to do this. I'm just going to tell about Carl, like, just pick somebody else. I don't want to do it. I'm out. I'm good. This is too hard. And it is, because it is it hard. Is so, and you're it's so taxing. discouraged. You're so, like, second-guessing yourself, and unsure. And then don't, don't sin in the midst of all that. Damn. Don't sin in the midst of all of Man, that. Man, don't intentionally, knowingly sin, sin. which, praise God, and don't, I didn't. And then don't make your wife upset. And fam, <laughs> bro, the amount of attacks that you get... Like, it's just insane. leading up to it, all kind of stuff happening. The devil's like, hey, you know, hey. Mm-hmm. And it's like, nah, bro, I'm not doing that. Because I need this connection, connection. to be clear. Yeah, cannot be said. Because you anyway. need to be constantly hearing from him the whole time. Like, yeah. the whole time. I'm driving in the car. Okay, another thing. The amount of times that I mentally preach my sermon. Oh, bro. Like, dude. Like, a good 20, 30, 40 times where like I, and I go and through can, the and whole you can feel it in your, thing. In your, you can feel it in your heart. Like yes. your whole body starts to react, bro. I'm why am I sweating? <laughs> like the whole thing, like there'll be times I'm in the house and I'm just like walking back and forth in the bathroom, like not <laughs> verb, just my mouth not is moving, moving and I'm like, and you're like going in. <laughs> I'm, I, I literally go through the whole thing. And I'm like, okay, how long did that take? I have no idea how long I've been doing this. I ran out of lost track of time. Like, is that an hour? Like, it's going to be too long of a sermon if I do that. Dude. You know? And it's just like, oh, you're just psyching yourself out. You're In my in my mind, I get standing ovations every time. <laughs> it just goes amazing. Everybody's weeping. It's just it's just beautiful. Um, just before the altar. Like, yeah. It's, we don't even do what altar must I do? We don't even do altar calls. Yeah. We just do like, what must lane? I do to be saved? Everybody's prostrate. Yeah, man. I'm telling you. It's just. It's a lot. And I think that's. Oh, that, I think it's under. I think pastors are. A lot of pastors are undervalued because mm-hmm. people don't understand like all the that amount weight. of work. The amount of reading you have to do. Mm-hmm. Like it got to the point where I, I read my initial. I, I probably read Mark 11 a good. I don't know. 45 times what because like it's one first of all i have a whole chapter right so the first time you read it because pastor carl assigned it to you you need to be ready to talk about it yeah okay read it cool you get you make some initial notes all right because what i'm seeing mm-hmm. and then you talk amongst each other 
you hear some different things. Okay, you go back, you read mm-hmm. it again, read it again. You're looking for different things. You look at the footnotes, oh, like the yeah. different mm-hmm. references it's making. So you go to those things, you read those, you get on tangents, you're like reading. Why am I reading this? I go back to Mark 11. You go back and reading it again, reading it again. And then I stop, take a break. You don't open it. Like, I'm like, I'm not trying to think about Mark 11, even though you keep thinking about Mark 11. <laughs> I'm about to say and then stop. you listen, you hear a sermon from one people in the, in the series. Wow. Go back to Mark 11. Well, how does this relate to Mark 11? Boom, boom. Okay, cool. Oh, this is okay. And then you start seeing stuff. You just see it connecting. Stop. Come back. The coolest thing was the week before. Mm-hmm. I, I had taken like maybe a week off. Hadn't read it. Hadn't thought about it. I'm like, okay, I need, I need, to, I need to read this again. Let me just see if there's anything I'm going to see in there. I'm pray, I pray God. But pray before. I pray to God. Okay, open it up. And I see all kind of stuff new stuff i'm like yo this is crazy the the point that i made about the difference between matthew and mark the way they talk about the story of the of the fig tree i remember vaguely okay it was it was crazy though i'm telling you brandon for like a month and a half was you talking about the like the how the fig tree was like a symbol of strength no no no. not that part so uh, for a month and a half i had i had already planned out how i was going to tell that it was like, because in, in Mark, um, he talks about the beginning part of the fig tree where Jesus curses it. Uh-huh. Then he then he talks about going into the temple oh, and cleansing yeah. him out. And then he finishes It's like the it. shadow and then the actual. Yeah, like, like he does it, boom. Matthew, fig tree, curses it, withers. Oh, my God. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, cool. Go to the temple, clean the temple. Moving on. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to take these two parts, talk about them separately. And then I'm like, this is so inconvenient. Like, why well, I got to do this, Mark? Why do you write it like this? <laughs> And then I read it that week before, and I'm like, "Oh, this is why you did that." It oh, was cr- it was insane. crazy, right? And then the reference um, that Jesus makes when he's cleansing the temple and says, "You turn into a den of thieves." Right. So it was crazy when we met in June. Pastor Carl was like, "Yeah, you should go read Isaiah 56, which is the first part Jesus quotes about, quotes about um, the house of prayer, making my father's mm-hmm. house house of prayer." I read that, and I'm like, "I'm not getting anything from this." <laughs> this is not hidden me. Like, okay, yeah, that's what Isaiah says, but it's just not. Right. I don't see how I'm gonna make this work. I'm like, man, whatever, forget it. So then, I go back that week before, I open it up, and I'm like, okay, this last part has a footnote about Jeremiah. What the heck is Jeremiah talking Dude, about? I go was, there, and I was like, that was, oh deep. my gosh, this is like, crazy. Sometimes gotta say some stuff. Like, <laughs> you said that? What? Good lord. <laughs> Can you say that? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, man, just reading your word to prepare for the sermon is, is difficult, man, because there's it, the Bible is freaking the Bible. So it's it's a lot. Yeah, it, it, it's so much. I have so much more respect oh, for bro. preachers after doing that. I have so much respect for pastors who preach every week. Two services, multiple services. There's no way. It's exhausting. I can't even. I was done. And then literally, when you finish, like you're just like, oh, I am so glad yeah. I have to do that for like the next year. I told Pastor Carl, I was like, man, I need a while before you ask me. He goes, no, you're going to get more opportunities. You did too good. Like, and it's always funny because like you're always like, okay, cool, I did good. But yeah. you really don't want to go through that experience No, again. not for a while. You just, like it was, it felt good to like, now I know I can do it. Mm-hmm. My wife literally asked me today, we were sitting in church and she was like, didn't you do that again? And I was like, yeah, I actually do think I could do it again. Do and you I didn't want to think, do it now? Hey, no. No. <laughs> no. But uh, just knowing that I could do it and like 
survive it mm-hmm. and like not die and it actually went well and people liked it okay like uh, this is something i could i could do right so i mean that makes yeah, sense man. i think that's uh i think that's really good even even it being something that people like and also something that's like changing their lives which is goes to like our last point which mm-hmm. i was like yeah, really interesting i want to talk about yeah um is the celeb the uh Similarity. Sorry, that literally just like <laughs> similarities. Boy, but like in my preaching. in my mind, I was saying I was like similarities. That doesn't sound right. <laughs> but the similarities and then the differences between preaching and podcasting. Mm. Uh, what? What? How is it different? So, dude, what we're almost at two years. Are we really of podcasting? In October, it'll be two years. We're like two months away. Jeez. Think about that. I didn't think. It's almost bro. Two years of I literally feel like experience. it was just like a couple of days ago when they gave yeah, us the a year. TG gave yeah. us the cake. Yeah. And <laughs> it's it's literally almost been two. We have two, two almost two years of a podcasting experience, bro. Wow. What? The so heck? that's crazy. So so I think there's a lot of similarities between preaching and podcasting. Okay. Um, the preparation. Yes. Um, you know your topic, trying to make sure all those different nervousness things that we have are the same. Yeah, worried about being communicating clear, worried about leading people astray, <laughs> worried about <laughs> all that stupid stuff. sounding. Yeah, stupid. looking stupid, sounding stupid. You know what I'm saying? All that good stuff, being entertaining, being mm-hmm. boring. You know, so yeah, I mean those things are definitely similar. Um, one thing I I like about podcasting more than preaching is. I don't know how to put this, but it's like podcasting. You have a lot more freedom in the fact that we can do an episode about how hard it is to preach. Oh, yeah, you, you know never, what I'm saying? You like you can't that. preach. <laughs> yeah, but, man, it's really hard to do it. Let me tell you about it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's there's, so there's a lot of like freedom in just the medium of of of, of doing a podcast. Mm-hmm. You're able to like expose different things and and. and shed light on different things that people wouldn't wouldn't know you wouldn't be able to do like i i honestly would love if a lot more preachers and pastors had a podcast true because i feel like they their 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 congregations and different people would be able to see a different side of them and and they'd become more human they'd be able to relate yeah. to them a little bit more they would they would be freed up to like say things that they can't say in the pulpit and i think they'd also be able to like Elaborate on things that they said. Yeah. In the pool so when you, when you said this past, I didn't know what you thought. Listen, yeah. what I was talking about. Yeah. I that's a good. I think point. that'd be really good because like yeah. you, with the podcast, number one, like it's it's the communicating factor is. Uh, I think it's like an easier way to communicate. Like preaching mm-hmm. is great. Yes. But there's always like things that like you don't have enough time to explain. Yeah. So there's like a lot less pressure. You have a lot more time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and you have a lot, like even the preparation, like mm-hmm. being on a podcast, you could literally write out your notes mm-hmm. and then be like, okay, cool, we're going to elaborate on this today. And then next week we'll elaborate a little yeah. bit more on like this That's part. That's true. Yeah. Um, and I think you, you can do that in a series, um, but it's, well, two reasons. One is difficult because like you may not be able to make like the, the person, the member, the church person, the church goer may not be able to make every single one. Mm-hmm. So like, and even like, if they do, they're not going to remember yeah, exactly. that's the hardest part. Yeah, you that, don't get to remember. Like, I feel like preachers. I remember most of what Pastor Carl has said in this Mark series. Mm-hmm. Most of it, not all of it, gotcha. but most of it. A regular person who's not like spending that much time in the Bible all the time. Um, they're just, just like a, you're taking like bits and pieces. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe like three percent of the sermon mm-hmm. is something that sticks with you. Yeah, so uh, that makes it hard. But when you have a podcast, you can just elaborate and go way deeper. 
um, and exploring mm-hmm. anything like exploring ideas that you had that you probably would never say in the pulpit. That's what I'm because you don't know who like may mm-hmm. take that and like run with it, mm-hmm. like starting their own religion or what you said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, that's a good point. Yeah, I, I I think I wish I wish you know, and this honestly, I feel like our podcast has been and can be a place for preachers and pastors to come mm-hmm. and like you said talk through some stuff that they normally can't say like I, I know pastor carl has said that he talked to me about this about like podcasting like yeah it's just a different form of, of communicating that's a little bit more free than than preaching mm-hmm. um i know patients appreciated it i know you know john and and, and will, will and stuff like that so definitely want to get a few more like preachers on here and just talk through some of these things yeah. talk about like their experience and what it's like and and just say, give them a, a, a an environment that's a safe place to like say some stuff and do some things and go some places that they wouldn't be able to do. Go to do. Yeah, I think that's yeah. a great idea, man. And I think that I do believe that more people would be intrigued by mm-hmm. that, especially if it's like a pastor that's like uh, that like has like not necessarily like a good following, mm-hmm. but like whose sermons like really do like affect the community mm-hmm. that they're in or just like their church. Yeah, in general, and it's like, oh yeah. yeah. I oh. mean, it could literally just be for your congregation. Yeah, and just a way for them to know you and see you in a different way, to see you as human, mm-hmm. see you laugh. Mm-hmm. Some pastors like you never see him laugh, and you just be like, dang, that dude's mean. And then like all his friends be like, he's a joke. Like, yeah, come on. And like you can't say that about him. Just talk to his wife. <laughs> Pastor's wife will tell you, man. Tell you yeah, everything. You don't do half the stuff he <laughs> said. But. Uh, yeah, man, this was this was a good time, bro. Yeah. Hopefully, you guys got something out of this. Um, yeah, if you didn't get nothing else, if you're a preacher and you don't yes. get the Jesus in your sermon, yeah, man, you're missing it. If you are a church or congregation member and they don't get the Jesus in their sermon regularly, you better either talk to them or find somewhere else to go. Because that's not a, that's not it, man. Not it. Yeah, man. So, guys, yeah, check out our previous episode with Cam. I've heard so many great things about Ooh. that. That was so many great things. Cam, thank you for doing that with us, bro. That was amazing. And uh, yeah, thank you guys. You know, share this with your friends, family. Yeah. Make sure you like our YouTube channel yes, or like subscribe it, to our subscribe, hit the bell. Like that. All, all that, that kind of stuff helps. Uh, definitely commenting helps a yes, lot for with us. The algorithm, all so, that. Uh, and then just helps us get to know, you know, what who you, you guys are. think. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to uh, everyone who like messages us on Instagram. Yes. Um, we Got see some y'all. Really cool DMs from people, man. So yeah, keep doing that, guys. Yep. Love y'all. Have a good week. All right. See y'all in the next one. Peace.